Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Yes, today we're joined by the Glens Vodka Scotch Premiership Manager Month for September. Graham Alexander! Where's your walk, mate? Uh, it's back at the flat. At the flat, um, up the Yeah, it's a, it's a month later. We haven't won since we got it. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's sort of just buried, buried away, unfortunately. But, but mate, uh, you're living in the West End of Glasgow. Aye. What a place, eh? Yeah. Enjoying it? Yeah, it's brilliant. I've um, been staying in Hamilton in Motherwell, but then in the summer I came here and um, I'm just a mile up the road from here, so I walked down. It was. Um, Great place, see loads of people. Been out with a couple of the boys, Tomo. Stephen Thompson, have you seen him? I went out with him. Uh, Has he started all cannons? No, no, sensible now. He's is on the it? TV, isn't Did he? Did you just play with each other? Burnley was that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Scotland for, at first and then uh, Burnley, so he's a great guy. And uh, so it's good. Went out, uh, met Callum Davison last week because he's good mates with him as well. So great place, though. Great Can't place. wait to get an invite to the AV party. Brilliant, man. I was too used to it. for a pint? No, no parties, mate. No parties. It, look, look at the age of me now, mate. Still <laughs> good. Co- co- coffee shops. Mate, you're dressed for the West End, though. <laughs> Very happy with the coaster, yeah, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. 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 You happy with that? No, you're looking cool, mate. So, cool. anyway, how's your season going, mate? Um, Really good until I got that award. <laughs> so what you so, did? Um, no, we 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 started um, started really well. I I feel until like the last couple of results, but I think the the um, we had to try the the first job coming in January was keeping the club in the, in the Premiership. Yeah. We bought the league when when we coming in Jan, and then we've rebuilt the squad, brought a lot of new players in, and we're sort of getting them bedded into Scottish football really because there's a lot of boys that are new to Scottish football, and it's a it's a different uh, tempo intensity. Um, but really happy with the players but we the, the last couple of results have been uh, hurtful yeah people forget to like you've just said like if you were to sit here now and you were to tell me that when Motherwell took you took over from Motherwell they were bottom like people forget that didn't they uh, it's like as soon as you lose three or four games <laughs> there's an outcry of he's yeah. not doing a great job but you forget where yeah. you actually took, took over yeah. at Motherwell how bad was it when you first came in um, 
It, it was difficult. It was difficult. And, you know, and I spoke to uh, the previous manager, uh, Steve Robinson, about what it was um, because obviously um, it was good to get that inside info. But I didn't want him to talk about the players. I wanted to have a clean slate with them. So I came yeah. in fresh eyes. You know, I didn't want any preconceived ideas. Um, but we were bottom of the league. <laughs> and, mm. You know, joined bottom and goal difference with, um, I think it was Hamilton at the time. And we had to get some wins really early. And we didn't probably um, feel safe um, and probably until about four or five games to go. But we finished the season really well, um, which gave us optimism. But we had to change a lot of the players because I think there was, I think we had 42 players when we came in in January. Wow. 17 injuries. Um, and won for 10 games, four in 20 or something like that. So it was, it was a difficult job. I knew what it was going to be like, but I knew that we'd get really good support from the people at the club. And I knew there were some good players in that squad, without a shadow of a doubt, but we just needed to refocus them on winning games. He was actually part of the problem, and I'm not a grass, but through that bad run, him and Tony Walker playing Mortal Kombat till what? three in the morning, wasn't it? Every night. Three in the morning? Four, five, six, some nights before two. He needs to chuck that, play play right. that PlayStation in the middle, right. didn't he? You throwing him under the bus here now. <laughs> so, um, so uh, no, I know, because um, look, my son plays on those games, and he knows Tony's on that. You know, uh, playing those and so you come and tell and, you. Uh, so does your boy play against Tony on the game? I think he has done a few times. Yeah, yeah. I'm not up to speed with it, but I know he's been on those. Guaranteed Tony a lot of money's a shite bag. Yeah, so he's. Uh, but look, he's. I think every, all players have free time and have to do what they want. But for me, staying up till three in the morning. No, that's not uh, advisable. You used to do that, didn't you? Just don't Tony. What and another? I'm jumping a wee bit ahead. Side, but I think it's good to take it. Take that. You've used what you said. You, you said that really well. You see that. Yeah. Just showing Tony what we were talking before. Like I played with Tony when he was young, and he had like, all the attributes. Sign I've told you many times to be a real top striker, yeah. but for whatever reason, he's just not found that consistency. But this season under yourself, he has. What have you done with him, or have you seen changes in him? Brilliant, isn't it? Uh, look, we have. We have. Um, look, he, he he was great for us in our fight to stay up as well. Uh, his performances, his fighting qualities, his you know, his competitiveness without scoring the goals that I felt he could. And we started the season, uh, this season, um, we played really well against Hibs, got beat. I left him out the week after, um, which obviously he wasn't happy about, but uh, I felt that we needed that genuine goal threat. Um, we had a good, real, honest conversation um, uh, before the next game and then going into the next week about that he, uh, he had to focus on what strikers have to focus on or get judged on at the end of the season yeah. um, on goals and scoring goals. It wasn't a case of, I didn't think he had the ability. I just thought he had to focus his mind on when we're in certain areas and we're getting the ball delivered in certain areas, he has to be in yeah, there yeah. To, to, to get those goals. I didn't want to take anything away from his build-up play, his link-up, you know, his, his competitiveness, but I just wanted that last 10% in the final third to, to get in where goals are scored. And to be fair, we you know, the us and the coaches and uh, worked on it with all the players, the forwards. But Tony really, you know, grasped the one and sort of got into those goal scoring areas. We started hitting the target a lot more in, in training. Yeah. Because if you're not scoring in training, I don't see how it transfers Definitely into games. Exactly. So you gotta start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And we noticed straight away that he was it, it focused his mind and he was he was getting those areas and putting it away and then transferred it into games. So Look, we obviously that's our job to help him and help all our players to to find that. But ultimately, it comes down to the player to Not exactly right. to get over that. You know, we've all been there. It's up to you to go across the wide line and take it on. So, every credit to him. But he's not the only one you've developed because there's a number of boys that have been 
got international cops under your regime. Yeah. Must take good, great pride in that. Yeah, well, but uh, you know, similar to that, ultimately, you're not kidding about like, you want them to do a form. I don't that. Oh yeah, yeah, but listen, without doing well for your club, you don't get, get that it. recognition. You know, there's there's always you know stepping stones and a process to to success, and you have to start one step at a time. And playing well for your club is the first thing. Well, the first thing is actually getting in the team for your club. Then playing well, you know about that. then helping, <laughs> then helping winning games, and then you get the recognition that the team's getting recognition, and and I think that's what uh, some of our players have have uh, benefited from the the results that we've had over a period of time, um, have put the spotlight on the players that are doing well for the team, and I think they're getting the benefits of that you know we've got Johanny Ayala back in the Finland squad as well. I think uh, Bevis Magabi, <coughs> excuse me, is going to be back in the Uganda squad. Um, you know, we've got obviously Stephen O'Donnell already in there. Liam Kelly's had that international recognition. Tony Watts pushing for that. So it's, it's, it's good for us. It's good for us. I think we want those players. You know, I was lucky enough to have that sort of recognition. And I want my players to have that if they can. And, um, but I, I always link it back to it's about the team. The team has to do well for each individual to, Feel the benefit of that recognition, to be honest. So my recognition as an individual player came from on the back of my team doing well, Preston North End, Burnley. If I weren't having success with that team, then I wouldn't have had any other recognition after that. So, you, are you a manager of coaches, Graham? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the every grass day. every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I love I, that. If, 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 I, if I didn't have that, I'm thinking, well, I'm, I, I could do any other job to do anything. But I wanted to be a manager to be a coach, or wanted to be a coach when I was taking the qualifications. When I, I knew my playing days were coming towards the end, I wanted to be back out on the grass with footballers. And because I've got a manager's job, I don't want to take that enjoyment mm. away from myself. And I, I think I know what I want from a team. I think it's, I do um, use my coaches more than I previously did. When I first became manager at Fleawood, I was very much controlling everything and, you know what I mean, and very uh, dogmatic about that. Um, but as I've got more experience, I've involved my, my assistant a lot more, who's been with me the whole time. And then whichever coach I've sort of inherited at each club, we've always um, give them responsibility as well. I think it's that. But I, I love being out on the grass. It's mm. you know, you did still wear the shitty Puma Kings today. No, no, no Copers, Copers, Co- Are you still Copers? Yeah, Copers, mate. Yeah, I want to see I you get... a pair of yellow papers, man. I am. I dabbled once with a different colour pair of boots. Um, it was my, my second season at Burnley. I was trying to, and had a good first season there. I knew I made sure. And, and, and I thought, right, new start, fresh start. Coyley was the manager and everything. And um, so, first game of the season, wore white pair. Of, um, I think there might have been Pumas actually, right. white pair of Puma Kings or something. Hills were away, got pumped four-one. <laughs> Walked in, changed him, took them off, put them in the bin. Got oh, the copers back out, and and to be fair, that was the year we got promoted to, oh, to the Premier League. Guy, so I had one game out of a thousand odd games in a oh, white pair of boots. Oh. Um, so does it have to be a wait for the thousand game though, didn't yeah. it? Can I say so, something? He's talked question. about Fleetwood there, right? Where you done a good job, but one of the worst decisions he ever had for Fleetwood. <laughs> Do you know what's coming here? Uh, well, Did you hear <laughs> no signing me? <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, yeah. So, Remember, I met you at Tickle Chat, didn't I? Uh, uh, <laughs> so I'd, I'd been on, I was on right move checking for, looking for houses in Fleetwood. <laughs> Keep following it. So, not so a white bag. So, we, you have met each other and the deal was about to happen? I think, was it. Who's your agent? Was it Mike Drew? 
Remember, hey, mate, might, have been, uh, might have been he was asking for bundles. He thought, we, he thought we had like stashes of cash under the tables at Fleetwood and that. So like, he was like, oh, Fleetwood, they've got all the money. Oh, they've been coming for him. His agent was asking for, he was going, oh, you're doing the job. And I was like, we can't, we can't pay that. We can't. Because we, uh, I was at Swindon before that and I was saying to my missus, we'll be moving to Fleetwood now, close up the road, three of us. Because she, she was yeah. desperate to get close to the road. Then he passes me and I had to move to fucking Portsmouth even further away from Glasgow. She was absolutely <laughs> dead. And then we played you that season, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you, did you guess, it? You, guess it was MOM. Did you? Over the time, do you remember that? You beat us one nil. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, 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 got, you got the MOM, we got the points. Right, you, I'll, I'll take that way around to Can you us. remember him when you were talking to him, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was you just asking yeah. him? I, 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 I've heard that side before. I think um, it might have been through... Because David Lucas, obviously, right, David Lucas, my, my goalkeeper coach at the time, I brought him, he was only had a job for about two, three weeks and I brought him in straight away and obviously he played with you, hadn't he? Yeah. So, um, and uh, I wanted someone like lively, energetic and all that sort of stuff, but someone who could, you know, we'd pay less than 10 grand a week. <laughs> and, um, so, uh, but yeah, no, I remember it, we met at the Tickle Chow and uh, we had, right. had, a, had a great chat and everything. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got lunch, didn't I? I paid it. No chance. No that's chance. That's amazing. No I wonder chance. what you've seen. You must have seen something the other event. Was there something about it in the night? No, no, no. No, 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 it wasn't that. I think it was just the, the sheer bundles he was bundles. asking. <laughs> <laughs> he started, he started years and, he, and then he, he chose the biggest club in, um, in in the league at that time, which Pompey. was Portsmouth, which obviously could afford it. Did you just win the league out here? He's dead, didn't you? Uh, we got promoted. Promoted, we got promoted for yeah. player final, yeah. So um, he did. So, um, but yeah, we went. And we finished fucking 17th. Oh, what a decision for you not to sign him, man. <laughs> what a decision. But can I just say, you, you've always been big on it, Si, and you always say to me, you phone me up quite a lot and say it, the, the, the standard in it, up to, for England to hear. It's much quicker here. Have you found the same since you've come back here that the, the standard is much quicker? The standard. I think the tempo is, is very quick. Look, there's the, England's tough as well. Um, but I think the, the sheer amount of games in England when you're playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, yeah. Tuesday, no international breaks, it, it becomes a grind after a period of time. Yeah. So I think the games slow down. A little bit right. you know, from the players, yeah, yeah. whereas I think up in Scotland, you get the international breaks. It's Saturday, Saturday, so the the energy levels can be kept, and um, I think it's intensity with the the crowd demand that. And yeah. um, I think the games are very hectic and and end to end. So, um, but I, I think there's circumstances for. That. I would imagine that must be very. As you said, you're a coach. I would imagine that's hard to coach when it is so quick end to end stuff. Um, to get your message across to players. Yeah, but we get the time in between. You know, the the you know, the Saturday, Saturday, that's the thing. You know, yeah. so you know, speaking to the previous manager, uh, Steve Robinson, who had managed in England for for a spell at Oldham before, I, I just asked him for the, what do you think the how it compares differences and that. And that he's, he said you get time in between the games coach. to coach and train, and the players get time to recover yeah. for the next game and stuff like that. The international breaks. So you know, because we know down in England. 50, 55 games a season is tough. So it's, um, but it's good. I, I like the time on the, on the grass in between. Yeah. I think it's really important. It's important yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's really important for us and we can try and analyze our games a bit better because you don't get the time in England. T talking about time. Yeah. You see Gary Neville's comments. He should have given you longer at Salford. Aye. Would you go? Would you go along with that? Should you have been given? <laughs> Danny never said that a lot, mate. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What longer? Never than, shuts up about you, man. Sick of hearing him talking about you. Should have got longer than five unbeaten games at the start of the season. So was that what it was? Yeah. Five unbeaten. Yeah, league games. Yeah, yeah. And 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 we knocked a championship club out in the cup as well. And uh, so. So did you but, have any inkling that it was coming? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I think I did, yeah. I, in fact, I, I know I did, yeah. Um, because at that time, um, if if we're being honest, me and him, we'd, we'd, uh, it'd been rumbling on for a little bit from the previous season. Right. Um, and uh, I think he had ideas on what we should look like. I had ideas because of my experience and what we'd already done at that club and previous clubs because we'd uh, you know, won promotion at Fleetwood, created a winning team at Scunthorpe, which is why you know I wanted to go there and I understood the pressures. Um, but I think he knows he was quite impatient yeah. at the start of the season, which is my agreement with him. Um, I think he has very strong ideas on, on football. I have very strong ideas on football. Um, and there was a, a rubbing along the way. Um, you rubbed who? You rubbed you? Uh, I think a bit of both. A bit each other. No, no. Look, I think look, I, I, um, I look back and I, I wouldn't change anything that I did. I wouldn't. I said that at the time. Um, and sometimes football can happen like this. Um, uh, you have your principles, how you work, how you behave, how you, how you live. Um, I think if you change them and become someone you're not, then you know you you, you don't have an identity. I do have an identity, um, but Gary in the the main was good for, to work for. Um, I knew I, I took that job on the basis of the pressure to win would be there. Yeah. You know I mean, really intense. We 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 dropped out of the league to take the job. You know, which was a big decision for me. Um, but we got promotion straight away into the football league. The second season, we actually got to a cup final um, as well, but. It, Unfortunately, it wasn't played because of COVID until the season after, which when, yeah. I, when I'd gone. Um, so we we got to the club to two cup finals, one promotion. So I was proud of the job I did there, but it was the right time for us to part ways, without a doubt. So it wasn't one where I was completely devastated to leave. You know, I was yeah. I was actually quite content because yeah. I, I felt it, something wasn't right. Um, something had to happen. Just take the pay off in the bank, Gary, and I'll... <laughs> no, it wasn't the case of that because our professional um, pride yeah. and uh, um, is to win and to survive and succeed. But I knew before that, and I said it to my assistant when we'd spoke, that I don't think we'll be there throughout that season, regardless. Right. That's, that's what, that was my f- feeling on it. And it proved <laughs> to be quite... Um, spot on but early in what I probably expected but when it happened I was actually wouldn't say in agreement but I was actually yeah I think it's right Is that the life a football manager now is it at that specific club or is that like that everywhere now you go you think I'm not going to get the time that I, I well, need to um, <laughs> Well the previous job I, I lost my job at, at Scunthorpe and we were fifth in the table you know we, we and um, You better stop doing well Mate honestly <laughs> you know, I, I, I went in Scunthorpe and um <laughs> They, they'd been in the bottom half of League One for 18 months. And we immediately turned it around and got them to seventh in the last nine games of that season. And then we finished third the season after, and then we were fifth with seven games to go, and I lost my job then. So that gave me an inkling of football going, right, win games, do what you can for that club, but anything could happen like that. Why has it got like that? Why has football got that? I, th- I think there's intense pressure on everybody. On, on everybody in football, managers, players, boards, owners. Um, and it's how you handle that pressure. Some people handle it really well. Some people have a, a panic. Some people listen to the outside noise. It could be like that. That's what I felt has happened um, in the previous job. 
not not the Salford one, um, and that's what it is. But you've you for me as a as a it's like as a player, you play how you play. Another manager comes in, you could be gone. You could be gone because you don't play his way. Yeah, but you know your style of play. Other manager will go, oh, I like him, I like him, and it's. I think it's the same as a manager now that you do your job, you do your job well, you you, you get success for the teams that you manage, which we fortunately have done. But you know, at any change time it can change. But you hope there's another owner out there, club that you go. Actually, they've done a good job. We'll take over. Okay. But it sort of goes against what I was as a player, as in I had longevity. All the, the, the four clubs. You know, I played for 24 years. And I, I did drag you at Burnley, didn't I? I'm Preston, and, and you know, I, I, I played. You know, I think the lowest I played was probably 200 games for one club. You know, 200 games, 200 games, 400 or whatever it was. So. I felt I was quite loyal and wanted to have longevity at clubs, and I wanted to do that as a manager. Yeah. And I quick, quickly realised it's yeah, nigh on impossible. Yeah. But I still don't want to change the person I am by being cynical and disloyal and win some games and look at the next opportunity. Yeah. I actually want to yeah. achieve something at a club and, and have longevity, but it's difficult. See, you want, sorry, I don't want to keep talking, but see, on Gary Neville, what is he, what is he expecting it so far? Does he expect him just to go right up all the league straight away? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? It, it was um, it, look. It became that. It, it, that wasn't how it was described to me when we first. It okay. was look. With the I think they'd had. Correct me if I'm wrong. Three or four promotions in the previous four or five years. So I think they'd had one, maybe two years without a promotion. I mean, that was for the dog and duck leagues, wasn't it? I could get them promoted. Uh, fairly, but so. listen, you still have to win. Yeah. You still have to win, and it's still a difficult job. The expectation, all this lot. So from the outside, it can look like that, but there's a lot of pressure and. I understood once I took that job, every single other team and player wants to yeah, pump yeah. you, wants to beat you. That is it. I realised that really quickly. But if, if it hadn't been like that, if they just said, we just want to be average and mediocre, then I wouldn't have dropped from being a League One manager to, to that course, job. So I went there because of that pressure. Yeah. And, but they were going to uh, support you in that by giving you money to sign good players and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it was that. But I did see... That as a real good project to actually, because their ambition was to go through leagues, which I wanted to do as a manager. I went, well, yeah, I'm going to jump on that horse and ride that horse through to there, you know, because ultimately they, they do want to get to the Premier League. Um, I think the championship was there, you know, sort of, can we get to there yeah, as yeah. quick and then do that? And I thought, I want to, I want to be part of that. So, you know, going in there and then going, oh, you want instant success. If I'd have been moaning about that, would have been, well, that's why I came here. Yeah. But we did have a, you know, when we first went there, it was a two-year project to get into the league, which yeah. we did in one year. So, you know, it, so that that was the thing. So, okay, th there's going to be one year where it just slows down a little bit. We but even, it, even yeah. in that year, we still got to a cup final. So it's, Does that not put you off management at all? Stuff like that? Um, it, no, it just, it, it, I think it highlights how hard it is, how difficult it is. Yeah. But we know as footballers, being a professional footballer is hard. Oh, it's yeah. a great job. It's a brilliant career. But there's times where you have to grind and go through it. You know, who, who likes doing a pre-season? Who likes not going out with their mates and all that? Yeah. Like, we all want to do those things, but you, you sacrifice, you do it because you know at the end of it, you get to have a, a good time on the pitch. And, yeah. good, and, and for me, I, I, I love football. I, I can't sit here and go and think, I think I'd rather do that or rather do that. Actually, whenever the scenario is, I want to be a coach. So it all brings back. So 
you know there's tough times. Everyone goes through tough times, difficult days, this, that, the other. But ultimately, I want, I want to be a successful manager. And that's why... What about yourself? Had any unusual experiences? Like, David, was Bex not popping in every now and again? Uh, no, he, he, um, he, came, he, he joined he, he joined the board um, in our our first my first season there when we won promotion. He, he came to one game, he was announced, and he came to one game and then understood what his life sort of looked like because he came to the, the ground... He was a great guy he came into our office, um, metal staff, and then we took him into the the change room, which was a metal shipping container at the time. Right. And honestly, it was from here to here, the change room. Honestly, it was this bit here. What, 17 players, a few coaches, we're like, all like this. And then he came in with basically a media scrum round. <laughs> it was, I see. Honestly, it was like being in a mosh pit. And it was... Wow. Um, and he, he was, you know, he was great, you know, friendly and everything, but he couldn't move. And, it was, and then he walked out and I watched the scrum follow him out and I was like, nah, nah I, I, I couldn't, no, I couldn't. Has he got it just though? Well, I tell you what, when, when we got to, we got to the Wembley final and uh, obviously we were successful, won. And then uh, all the guys came onto the pitch at the end. And obviously there's, there's, um, they were a big pull, a big draw for, for everybody that either played for the club or coach for the club, yeah. you know, because they're the people that run it and own it. So they come onto the pitch and they're with the boys and everything. And, um, and then we, we, we went to a pub after. So we were supposed to drive back to Manchester, but went, uh, got invited to a pub in, um, in London. I think it was, um, Guy Riches. Right. Um, wow. obviously yeah, I think, uh, David was mates with him and everything. So it was just all us lot and they were all in there. So it was sing song, all that sort of stuff. But my assistant, Chris, is a big Man U supporter. He wouldn't leave Bex alone. Oh, no. So he's, <laughs> be fair, uh, he's, he's got so many pictures of him kissing his face <laughs> and all this lot. Oh, and, we'll go, and, and, and big Chris is like, you know, 48 year set X center half, hard as nails. Like, and yeah. I'd see him just go. Chris Lucchetti, that was Yeah, Chris Lucchetti. Like, and, yeah. and he's just looking at Bex like that. And <laughs> it, it's brilliant. And, and he's just got that uh, charisma, hasn't he, about you know, people. Oh, like, and, he, and he's a really friendly guy. So it was... That, those sort of things you see that, but it, you see um, the, the the thing around him is it, impossible. What about that pressure to all them? Because most of them sat up in the, did they in the glass there? looking at you, yeah. managing, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. always in the kind of back of your head? They're up there. No, not really. Because nah. um, I, I knew it was there, but once honestly, once the game, the queen could be sat behind me, and I wouldn't and even have fair. a clue. You know what I mean? It would be like just the games, the game. You see, you, you see it after, or they they come in, or, or whatever. But. Apart from that, it, it was, Gary was the main, you know, uh, link. The other guys had their own things and, and came to the odd game, but didn't really, we didn't really see them. But the, obviously, the, that day when we won promotion was was fantastic, and they were, they were with us and all that sort of stuff. So in, the, you know, they came in the change rooms and that, all that lot. So it, it was good from that. But the, yeah, the pressure of that, I, I think, um, I, honestly, you can speak. Any manager could sit here now and he'll tell you he's there's pressure around his job. No that, that's yeah. what it is. It was just. Um, it just usually cracked me up when um, if we'd lose a game or something. And obviously they had a lot of guests, you know, famous guests. So like Roy Keane was there a lot of times. We Van Nistelrooy, Sir Alex Ferguson, all this. Like we'd come wow. to the games. And then if we got beat, the media was saying, oh, Graham, are you worried because uh, Roy Keane's in the state? I'm going, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you go over there, there's someone famous over there every single week. Do you know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, Sir Alex was there last week. I'm not sure if he's going to take the Salford job either. So it was, you know, I, it, it was part of the thing. It was, it was a... I sort of try to shy away from the the, the soap, the, the drama thing that yeah, was on because yeah. obviously the program was being made and all that sort of stuff, uh, which you know wasn't 
particularly my cup of tea sort of thing. But um, that's tough. Isn't it? When there's a camera in the dressing room on you, what, what you yeah, say, well, we, we, yeah, we sort of had, well, we had con- uh, a little bit of control over that when there was my, no this way I'm speaking to my players, this that, right. yeah, but it, it was difficult sometimes. But you know, I understood what the the whole scenario. I was my eyes were open before I went into it. I'd still do it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I actually had some really good ties, met a load of good people, had success. Um, but I felt it was the right time to leave as well. Yeah. Wow. Did you speak to Sir Alex? Sorry, just last question on that. Uh, no, he was on the uh, the other side um, with, with those guys. I didn't know until after the, after oh, the game yeah. that he, he was there. Like, and, uh, But there was always somebody uh, coming to the games and everything like that. So, um, But I, I remember the, 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 one, the first game when uh, David Beckham was there. <laughs> it was because... The, I think he was sat on the back row because that's in front of their, their their box, and the whole that stand did not watch any of the game. So the game's there; they're all like this. But the backs to the game, just like this, the whole game, just seeing what he was doing. It was amazing. You couldn't see anyone's face on the other side of the pitch. It was like it was like you know. So we'd we'd have a shot or something, and you couldn't hear anything from that. They were just like looking up at Bex. and and trying to get selfies with him in the background. So it was um, it was a mad. mad Mad experience, really unique, but honestly, I, re- I really enjoyed it. It was tough time, good times, but I, I, I would do it all again. Amazing. What about on your own managers for your playing career? Uh, when it stands at Walter Smith, so yeah. manager international, how, yeah. how good was he as a manager and a guy? Yeah, I think, um, you know, obviously everyone spoke a lot about uh, Walter in the last couple of weeks because it was, um, you know, really sad his passing. And uh, I, I just, my, um, you know, my experience with him was I, uh, Obviously, got picked for Scotland under Bertie, Bertie votes. Uh, had 12, 13 caps under him. And then I, I was out of squad for maybe a year or so, um, probably just a bit over. So I thought, I think I was 34, 35. So obviously, never, you know, said, you know, that's me or anything. Yeah, but yeah. you're looking, you're 34, you haven't been in the squad for a year. It's done. My career's, that's it. Great while it lasted, but that's it. Um, and I felt like I'd, I'd, I'd um, I was almost seen as uh, like an, a Bertie experiment, you know, not really, yeah. you know, the, the media, the supporters, all that, like, you know, it's not, you know, what was that, you know, waste of time sort of thing, really. I, I genuinely felt that. And, Kevin um, Kyle, you and Kevin Kyle, weren't you? Yeah, Kyle, yeah, yeah, big Kyle. So, um, did you go on Big Kev, sorry? Huh? Did you get like, did you like Big Kev? Hopeless, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you have playing for Scotland, didn't it? Yeah, but, but, I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know Kev when I, when I, because I came in squad. I think I was thirty when I first come in, and he was eighteen, nineteen, So I remember that when I think we went to Hong Kong, um, in my in the first summer, my one cap, and we went out on uh, for a few drinks one night, and I was with, with Kyla and Tom and a few boys, and he didn't know who I was either. Like, and he's and he didn't he didn't know I was thirty. You know what I mean? So yeah. like. Uh, and we're talking away. He's going, you're 30. <laughs> I'd be devastated if I got my first cap at 30. Honestly, as he said, I'm a big cap, right? And we've had a few beers. I went, I went, think, mate. I goes, I goes, I'd be devastated if I got my last cap at 21. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and he was like, ah. <laughs> so I was like, again, so I thought it was quite good for me that uh, coming back straight away, shall we? So it's just like he just closed him down a little bit. But he's a good guy, Kyle. I played against him in the, in the chat when he was at Sunderland yeah. and Preston and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so, you know, it was, bit, you know, um, so it was, it was I, I loved it and I didn't get that. But for me, winning, I think it was 13 caps, I was buzzing. I was like, I'd won the lottery yeah, yeah. getting 13 caps for Scotland. But then, anyway, um, it was the end of the season. Uh, the following season and uh, I think there was a few injuries with the, the Scotland team and um, call out the blue 
didn't know it was number and um, picked it up and it was uh, Walter and um, he just said uh, he goes listen I know you've been out squad for a long time this that the other um, but we've got a couple of friendlies coming up uh, sorry friend qualifiers in, in the summer um, in a couple of weeks um, I'd like to call you up and all this like, and I was like I wasn't there and it come in my head that I'm supposed to be on holiday like like I'm We'd saved up for a few years. I weren't on massive money, um, you know, at the time. And, you know, and we sort of thought about um, going on a, a cruise because we'd never done it, me and the missus and the kids. So I paid for it and all this lot. And it was, you know, considered by our money, not enough money for me to, to lose sort of thing. You know what I mean? And uh, I said, oh, the only thing is, uh, well, I've got this thing. So, oh. right, I've got, to, I've got to find a way of trying and get my money back or something like that. He said, oh, listen, he goes, uh, I goes, and I've got to talk to the missus. He said, oh, don't worry, son. He goes, hey, listen, put her on. I'll, I'll, I'll. I said, no, no, I'll get on. I was thought, brilliant. You know what I mean? I said, no, look, it's best coming from me. I'll take the, yeah, the yeah. slap. You know what I mean? I said, I really appreciate it, but listen, um, I'll leave it with me. But I, honestly, I'm desperate to play. I'd love to be involved. Um, coming, he said, look, you will you will play these games. You know what I mean? You, you know, because it was my season, I think, had finished. Yeah. And, um, I said, right, okay, then. And then I spoke to the missus and she, she knew how much playing for Scotland for me was massive for me. And she goes, well, look, he goes, she goes, but we can't afford to lose all that money. So, um, so we got a little bit back, but then, um, Walter got the SFA to, to, pay the rest. To pay the rest. Oh, like, so, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And, um, I was like, brilliant. And he sent flowers to, to my missus to apologize for it and all that lot. And, um, it was an amazing gesture. And then, like, I, I joined up with the squad. I played the two qualifiers and I, and I think I played, Apart from one game, every game under Walter until he he obviously left for Rangers and um, he was just uh, and and I've said this in the papers when because um, I used to think Aura didn't they really I, exist. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a load of bollocks. To be honest, yeah. I did. You know what I mean? Because like, I'd um, you know oh you know when someone's in the room and all this lot and I was like nah, really do you? Yeah. You know what I mean? But then when when I played in the Scotland squad with Walter, I went ah that's, that's what it is. What? Don't have to say anything. It's like you know, you just look and see if he's looking at you or something like yeah. that, and um, and acknowledges you and stuff like that. And I thought, how's he doing that? Yeah. What am I like, sort of trying to get his uh, his appraisal, his yeah. on the back, a smile? Or, you know, and it was just, it was just. I, don't, I, I even to this day, I don't know what his history of, as successful manager, but I, it's not that. It's not that the, the success people have. I think it's how they manage people, how they are with people. You had a great team of people around him with Tommy Burns, Alan Coyce and all those guys. Um, but that, that was, um, that was brilliant. And I played, played under him, played nearly every game. And I felt then, I think because he was picking me, I think people in Scotland actually went, well, he must be yeah, a good player. half decent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, no, and, exactly. and everyone. Do you think that thing yourself as well? Walter Smith picking you, I must be a good yeah, player. Yeah, no, yeah, honestly, yeah. I, I honestly, I, that was me. I, I felt, I knew that the first couple of games was, it was emergency stations. So I, and I actually went back into that squad thinking, well, these are two caps that I never thought I'd get. You know, I thought I'd gone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just going to enjoy it. I, I completely relaxed. You know, before I was like, oh, I need to stay in the squad. I went in there, I went, this might be the, the only two games I play again for Scotland because the people will come back from fit, uh, injury, you know, next season, come back into the squad, and I'll. So I'm just going to go and enjoy the games and just be buzzing about it. And but I, I played, you know, I, I got another what, uh, 27 caps after. Wow. But I played for you know the next two years, and um, and what what was brilliant like for, for that side of it, and um, yeah, he, great guy. Great Did guy. Uh, Big Kev ever get called up again? 
<laughs> what do you think? Do you know what? I could have been really spot on, I think. But uh, no, I think, I, he must. He must have. You'll have to check that, mate. Because if I put the kids to death on him, will <laughs> see there. You mentioned uh, Tommy, Tommy Burns and Alan McCoy. Right. Were they unbelievable? Yeah, brilliant. Guys. I mean, to, Tommy was involved, you know, with the Bertie as well. And I remember um, in, in Tommy. I remember there was a game in Iceland, and um, I was going to play. And I picked up an injury in training, and it was really early on in my Scotland career. And I was I was devastated. I, you know, I picked up. I had a fitness test, and I was desperate to play. We did a fitness test in front of Bertie and Tommy, and, and you know, it's like as a player, you're limping, going, oh, "I'm alright. I swear, I'm alright." Get to this cone, and and, and Bertie said, "No, no, no." <laughs> you know, so, no. <laughs> so I went back to my room, and all this sort of gutted. And 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 Tommy come up later on. Chapped on the door, came in. He said, "Listen, listen, son, I know how desperate you are to play. Love it, love your attitude." And it was ju- it was brilliant. You know that that it's taking five minutes. Ah, it was, time to come it was brilliant, and and, um, and it was, oh, he didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? It was because uh, we got a big game the next day, and I just and then obviously when I came back into the squad, this the, the scenario changed. It was under Walter, and um, obviously Tom uh, Tommy was with Coisty, and I saw the, the the chemistry between. Yeah, I think I think Walter just let them two. Banner about slightly oh, it was brilliant and he'd just be chuckling away in the background and that but then he'd they'd take the training and he'd step in and take the the tactical stuff on it and it was just a, a brilliant way of working and all the players were so relaxed and focused and together and it was the what what I felt was you you got into the squad you wanted you were desperate to play but if you weren't picked you're like yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still with it. I'm still. You know what I mean? It, it made you feel great around the place. It was it was brilliant atmosphere, brilliant chemistry. And I remember, you know, we beat France at um, Hamden. You know, it was my 25th cap, so I'm getting a silver medal. There. And I remember two days before we, we well picked the team, and um, and I was in it, and like I was on 24 caps, and I was like, oh, you get a silver medal, 25, brilliant. Oh, I can't wait, 25 cap. And then we go, I but it's France. We could get pumped. <laughs> so, so I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna get a silver medal and just put it in my pocket and, and, and screw it off. Do you know what I mean? And, um, but um, obviously we beat them. And uh, but I remember coming off the pitch and had their Henry shirt in me, tucked in my shorts oh, like that. So he was yeah. the nearest one. Honestly, it was a pure coincidence. I was stood next to him on the final whistle, but um, well, stuck it in. And I remember coming off the pitch and Tommy Burns was the first one there, like, and he, he picked me up like a kid, basically. You yeah. know what I mean? And and I was 35 at the time, and it was, and the change room was Man. mental. And it was like Sir Alex was in there, uh, Moisey was in there, all Scotsman, just going around. And I was just, this, this is why you, you grind and you stay in there and you yeah. play. Because it's for the days like this because those sort of days didn't really happen to me a lot in my yeah, past yeah. career. So I was like. You know, in heaven, like so. Um, but but you know, Henri could have been going about the fact the pitch like that. Where the fuck's Alexander? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'd love to think that. <laughs> but I'm sure that wasn't the case. I think he probably cleaned his boots and his shirt after and bugged off. But um, great memories, like, like, brilliant, brilliant, did, brilliant memories, and, and and that for me was the, the 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 ultimate for me. After you know, I was 35 at the time. You know, I, I played so many games in the lower leagues and all that sort of stuff. And I was sit, sitting there in the changing room after just being France, 25th cap, all that stuff. I knew my dad and my granddad, oh, were, you know, two Glaswegians up in the in the crowd. And I was like, don't get better than this. Did you cry? Be yeah. honest. Aye. Did you? Oh, I did. Oh, I, 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 when, I, when I saw my dad and my granddad upstairs. That's amazing, mate. I wow. saw my dad and granddad upstairs and, that, and, and they were like, you know what I mean? And I thought, 
and that blew me away like I can feel it now actually so, but, you know what I mean but it was, no, it was amazing, honestly it was, um, it was it was unbelievable where's the medal on Norway's top now up in there uh, I, I haven't got anything up me I, don't, yeah. I, I just I keep it all for, and I, I've got it all up um, it's um, I, just, I just I don't really because I think back. then you're looking back you know yeah. what I mean and I always want to look front so they're, they're there they're put, packed away and all that lot the, the stuff but I don't if you walked in my house and that, you wouldn't know I played football or anything. Oh, You'd be wearing that a bit the best. Have you got any other? Corn meat top, medal. Have you got any other amazing players taps? Uh, yeah. I, um, uh, and this is pure coincidence, by the way. I didn't not man mark these guys for the last two minutes of games. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Del Piero, when oh. we played Italy. Perlo, when oh, we played Italy. Oh, names all off the um, top. You know, honestly, it was, it was just fun to whistle and I'm like, right. I hear the, the, the last two minutes of the game did you just start no no out? that's what I'm saying pure coincidence honestly pure coincidence but it was but honestly so these are you know I look back and I, I actually um, if this is uh, yeah if I'm being honest when um, after the Euros I had those two Italy tops hung up in my office at work at Fur Park you know because of the final I yeah because like obviously Chris Chris Leggett, like a big England fan and all this lot. So there's a lot of, lot of uh, stick going, flying about between us and all this. Like every, every year, every tournament, it's like we're, we're between Back each other. Like, and, um, and then, uh, you know, that, that day, the next morning I was going, you know, when I went to penalties, I was going, come on, come on. And then as soon as I did, I got those tops out. He come in in the office in the morning and he, he come in and he went, and he looks around and there's those two Italy tops of ours. Brilliant, man. So I'm good. loving this today. Good, I'm really enjoying it. Sometimes we do interviews and you're kidding on me like that. But this is <laughs> unbelievable. A manager you mentioned there, Davey Moyes. Aye. Did you know he was going to go and be as good as he is? Yeah, 100%. 100%. What did he, what stuff did he do? Dave Lucas used to say that when he came out. Yeah. So you could tell Moyes was going to talk. He kept that quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just, do you know what? Yeah, I, I, um, I'd played against, um, Mosey in, in, cause he, I was, I was 27 when I joined. He was only, I think he's only about six, seven years older than me. So I played against him in the lower leagues. And in fact, I scored the best ever goal I scored actually, him chasing, uh, I scored for, for uh, Scunthorpe. Right. So we played at Preston. Um, we beat him 1-0. I was, I think 23 and I got, I was playing right wing there, but I made a cross a traditional across the line and right, in. Yeah. And uh, I chipped the keeper from about 35 yards. And I didn't know it was him at the time. But when I watched the game, it's him that's chasing me about a yard back, uh, a yard away from me. Oh, and um, <laughs> and maybe that stuck in his head, you know, and he, he always looked So did he end up signing you? Oh, he signed me about, well, that was 94. So he signed me five years later. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, as, a, as a manager player that, you know, when they're trying to sign you, they, they say, listen. They didn't phone you back. You're talking about you and me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. Hey, I've had that as well as a player. Don't worry about that. So, um, but, you know, they, they tell you, oh, you, you're good at this. You do this and you, you'll play here and all this lot. And I sat down with him and he went, ah, oh, you do this, but you, you're poor at this, aren't you? And you're a little bit lazy at that. And he goes, and you don't do this well. And I could, I was like, I, I need to play for you. That's because Because yeah, I, I was 27. I'd only played in the bottom two divisions. Because every other man would just bottled you up trying right. to get you yeah, to And at that moment, I, I'd let myself run out of contract because I, I needed to get something to get in there or I wasn't going to do it because I was, you know, near 30. So I was like, yeah. So he, he talked to me and I was like, ah, oh, this, this is the guy that's going to help me get to a higher level. And um, so it went on and then I signed for him on deadline day. And, uh, and he said that I'll make you a better defender. I'll make you fair. And I thought I was a, a fit player. And then... Knew what fit really was once I yeah. played for him, 
And I, and I thought it would take probably a month of coaching or something. You know, he was going to deal with me for a month and all that lot. Nah, every single day, every minute of every day. For the, man's- the whole time I, he was my manager, and, and Luke's will tell you that. He, nothing went un, unchecked, unseen, great, but it was like, and honestly, I had my moments with him and he could have give up on me because I was quite, after a bit, why, why did you sign me? You think yeah. I'm crap yeah. or something like that. But then we won promotion, then we had success. And then he, one day he actually had a paper cutting from up here and he showed me that, um, and it was him pushing me for the Scotland squad. And I was like, what? But you never obviously seen that because it was no, no, because was, like, was yeah. up there, and I was like twenty nine. So this is two years down the line, and he was like, "This boy, should, you know, Craig Brown should come and look at him, and this boy should play for Scotland." He's this, and I was like, "Ah, oh, you do believe me?" And honestly, so it, the penny just went plop, and I just didn't argue him at all from that. It was like, "I'm just going to do whatever you say," yeah, yeah. And, if it, and I did because that, yeah. he didn't let you do that. But it was just like gone to the oh you're picking on me all that crap that I was doing before like, typical fucking player yeah it was like right, right. he's doing this for my yeah, best no, interest, that was it. and it was it was brilliant and honestly it was I, I, like I say I thought I was fit and then the first game I played uh, for Preston it was at Deepdale we played Northampton League 1 I think there was about 18,000 there and we wiped the floor of them but this was me after 60 minutes because <laughs> the tempo we played out and everything yeah. I remember the centre half next to me going you better get used to this lad <laughs> You know, my, my ass was hanging up. But like every play, I was going, and I saw it come back pre season, and I was like, if I don't get to these levels, I'm not going to play in this team, and I want to play in this team, and I want to play for him. So I was like, boom, boom, boom. And, he, and honestly, he just, he, he saw something in me that I could do that, but he chiseled away all the crap yeah. and, and pushed me and, and made me the, the, the sort of professional. I would say that I needed to be. Because see, when I met you at Seinfeld, I don't know if you remember this, but you were massive on how we came back fitness-wise in yeah. pre-season. Yeah. So would you say he's the main influence yeah. on your yeah. managerial career? Um, yeah, I would say. Yeah, definitely. I think that was when I... Um, look, I had, I had good managers and, and managers before that who had helped me you know, progress and stuff like that. But this was a different level. level yeah. This was a different level and it was just about every single day. Honestly, if you... If you'd have seen me sitting here, they'd come over and goes, how many sugars in that coffee? I think. You know what I mean? Like, uh, one. You go, Do you need one? <laughs> and then walk off. <laughs> then the next so, coffee. So you're sitting thinking about it as well? Honestly, the... the, 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 the a genius. I said this. The, 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 day I, the day he left, we were good. Because we, we were like... Um, we, we, we got promoted. Uh, we won League One the next season. Uh, with two games spare. Then we got to the player final the season after the, in the championship with the exact same team, basically, and squad. And and not, I think there was one player who played in the championship out of that team that won League One, right. uh, Mark Rankin. I don't think there was any more. Uh, and yet we were the fourth best team. And the three teams that got promoted above us stayed in the Premier League for 10 years, I think, Blackburn, Fulham and Bolton. So it was a really high standard. Yeah. I was like, he's took, took us to the brink of this. You know, 18 months ago, I was a journeyman league one football and now I'm one game away from the Premier League and shows what a manager can do for you yeah, honestly it was that and um, I just remember and then when he left he pulled me to the side and uh... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He, he, I'm sure he spoke to other players and he came, he came back and we were devastated, you know, because... He was leaving us eight games ago. We were around, you know, the playoffs again. But it was Everton and it was a massive club. And we always, there had been things, Sheffield Wednesday, I think, year before, someone else year before, and we were always going, oh, he stayed. Oh, he stayed. But then it was like, when he came in and told us that he was going to Everton, it was like, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. Obviously, it was devastation. Like, and there, but he pulled me in and he said, look, because, um, you know, that paper clipping he showed me, and then he said, um, I've got a meeting with uh, Bertie Votes in um, next week because Duncan Ferguson was at Everton. You know, he stopped playing for Scotland. Yeah, yeah. So I think Bertie was meeting Moisey to try and talk Duncan Ferguson into returning for Scotland. And he said, I'm, I'm going to talk about you as well. I'm going to, I'm going to try and yeah. get you in there. And then a month later, I made him Scotland debut oh, under Bertie. Like, and I was just like, you? and I wasn't even his player then, you know what I mean? It yeah. was like that. And I just thought, no, it's got. And then for the rest of my career as a player, if ever I was felt like I weren't training as hard as I should be or doing that. It was like he was always sitting on my shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, 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 I almost like I felt like I didn't want to let him down, even if it was it was six years ago that I played. Because knowing him, he probably would be looking at your career. I think I did, far, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And um, and then like obviously, I think, I'm, and, and he actually said something really, uh, and I think he said it publicly, but he said something nice to me because he come back for a pre-season friendly and he actually, and, and I actually, um, and, he, and he said there, uh, I should have, Took you to heaven. No. Yeah, you know what I mean? How's that? Me and Paul McKenna, another player. Uh, I remember person. Paul McKenna, sent him a Yeah, yeah. He said, and he said that to me, and I was like, ah. and, and there was talk about it because I got on the Scotland squad at the time. Yeah. And I was like, I loved playing for Preston, but I loved playing for him as well. And I was like, oh, this is, oh, I forgot Everton and all this. Like, and it didn't happen. And uh, I, I was devastated. Like, oh, but when he said that, I was like, because oh. it was probably about four years later on, you know what I mean? And he said, I'll show you to you to have That three bed in a West End would have been a five bed in a West End. Massive You know what I mean? But it was like that. And, uh, but, you know, I played for Scotland and I w- 100% that wouldn't have happened if I had played under it. Um, yeah, I played in the Premier League at 37. I made my debut at 37. In Premier. I wouldn't have got, I wouldn't have been that fit and that professional and had that opportunity if I had played for him uh-huh. 10 years previous. And I remember playing against them at Everton. We actually beat them. It was our second second home game. And we, we played Everton in the Premier. And we beat, beat them 1-0. And obviously, he was the gaffer on that. And it, wow. was, uh, it was it was good because he, he he came and spoke to me after and all this stuff. So, yeah, he was a great guy. Like, oh, brilliant yeah. guy. And he, I think he's 1,000 games tonight, isn't he? The manager, yeah, so. what a manager. See how you said it, was, it could be really hard on you sometimes as well. Do you think some players would struggle with that? Yeah, no, some players you did. You, you oh. obviously loved it, but... No, I didn't love it. No, that, that's the that's the, that's the thing. I didn't, love, I didn't. I didn't love it. I actually. Clear no, no, no. What, what it was, I felt that I needed it. Yeah. You know, when he spoke to me, he said this will be. I felt that's what I needed. But like I said, I felt it would be for about a month, and then we'd crack on. But it wasn't. Yeah. It was every day. It was like what we do. Did you see crumble though? Not not crumble, but I saw players not get to those standards. Right. You know what I mean? And that was it. And they and they didn't they didn't play or they, you know didn't play as much, and then they went out, but. It was such a, a, a brilliant time to play for Preston, play for him that it was like, oh, I, I don't, I don't want to leave this club. I don't want to leave this team. So the ones that did that, you know, stayed. 
And other lads, it weren't like he went, right, you're not going to... Uh, it's just they fell by the wayside because yeah. they couldn't get to those levels mm, all the time or right. couldn't break into the team or whatever. And um, so he, but he hardened you, he toughened you to what football was you know, and how fit you had to be and how organised and professional you had to be. And but the the lessons that it was they they stay with me right to this day. You know what I mean, right to this oh, day without a shadow of doubt. So, but you can have all that, but it needs to be good tactical. Well. No, so no, did he have that side it, as well? You know, when you talk about it, it's like talking about a hard working player. He works his nuts off, saying, yeah. but they've got a good touch as well. And they're yeah. intelligent, but their hard their work ethic sort of overshadows what actually good players they are. I think that's the same as managers. So I think um, I could talk about that, but if you take all that away from him, you knew the game. Yeah. You knew the game. We scored, a, you know, we were very hard to beat, you know, as in con- didn't concede goals. We scored a lot of goals, you know what I mean, in, in both divisions. So he knew how to set teams up. He knew how to, how to um, find weaknesses in, find weakness in the opposition. I, I remember one particular game, we got promoted to the, the championship and we played Fulham, who I think they had Tagana. Shed loads of money, all this lot. I think they'd won every game at home and all this lot. And all week, and we didn't really do, it was an unusual week, but we constantly worked on um, like not getting beaten one-twos and all this lot, defending one-twos, one-twos and all this lot. And it was in every session we did. And you forget one-twos, that's a a goal against or that's a two-press, whatever it was, and blah, blah, blah. And then we played against Fulham down there, pumping everyone, beating one-nil. And it was, the game was that. Exactly what he said. You know I mean, they were all flipping, you know, Lee Clark, uh, Sahab, yeah. Louis Sahab oh, was up wow. from the yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, all that lot. And they wow. couldn't beat us, they couldn't get past us. And it was all, it was every day was like a little bit, little bit, little bit. By that time, we were drilled and we beat them when they were the only team to beat them down there. And it was like, you know what I mean? It, it, he could have he could have said anything. Do forward roll every two minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we'd have been doing it. Do you know what I mean? But he, he was. And I think. What a hero. Yeah. And then he went to Everton and we were like, because we felt he was, well, he was really tough on us. And he could be, um, uh, I, I wouldn't say he was, uh, you could sit and have a coffee with him. You know, that, that warmth of his manager or have a chat about something outside of football. He was that intense on football, you know what I mean? And we were, uh, there was a question mark, how is he going to handle the bigger stage? The bigger sta- the bigger not players. the bigger players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, they might be a bit different, but whatever. They, they bought into it. He bought into maybe, I don't know, change his style a little bit. I don't know. His message, I don't know. Um, but certainly his messages and his methods worked with much bigger players than what, you know, he worked with us. And, uh, and then you saw, and that's why he's managed a thousand games yeah. at the top level, a different kind of managed in Spain. You know, I was out of work. I think um, it was after Fleetwood and I spoke to him on the phone, asked if I could come over for a few days just to you know, it was the first time I'd been out of football, you know what I mean? And I just wanted to go right and just see what was going on. And I was, you know, he paid for my hotel over there. Uh, Malky Mackay was over there at the same time as well. So right. I spent a few days with Malky as well. But we had four days of in San Sebastian, watching train, watching a game, you know what I mean? Going out for a meal at night with, with a gaffer or anything. It was just those little things, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just brilliant. Like, He's fact I'm ain't he? Fact I'm ain't Who replaced him? Was it Craig Brown that replaced him? Craig Brown Nine. came in, huh? Yeah, because yeah. no, yeah, we, we, um, we had eight games from the end of the season, then Cameron Allen, his number two, took over, but then Craig Brown came in the summer and um, and he brought in Billy Davis as his number two. Right. And um, we, we had... We had a really set way of play. He was a bit of a contrast from from Moisey, and in how we set up, you know, uh, our team, it, it back three quite a lot. You know, he took, he brought his his Scotland um, sort of methods and everything to to press them, and 
there was a bit of a, yeah, but we do it this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's tough when a manager's been so successful. Like, that's it. And, we're, don't want to uh, and we was, and, and that Fulham one was pretty much a, a one-off game where we just did that. Most weeks we went, this is how we play, this is what we are. So we, nothing changed. Yeah. And uh, I think Craig came in and his Scotland way was, you know, analysed the, the opposition and he, and he had, you know, you're not, it's not comfortable where you're training every day. So in his international, we'd have had 10 days and do a lot of tactical work and, and videos for the next game because you're getting players from all over and brought that into into foot into Preston and it was difficult for us to change from that to yeah. that yeah. you know what I mean but he spotted some brought in some brilliant players in, into into the club Ricardo Fuller and people like that who were like strong boy Ricardo Fuller I was like who's this guy yeah. by the play way? Against I think he was at Stoke when he played I had that the minute yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what I mean and um, it didn't really you know, we didn't get to the levels that we had before mm-hmm. in the championship for Craig, but he was a brilliant guy. Loved playing for him. Really loyal to players who were, you know, if you trained well and did all the right things, then he stuck with you. Yeah. Anyone who crossed the line, it was like, see you later. Well, Craig Brown, maybe. Ready, huh? Hard as nails, by the way. Yeah. We, we, honestly, we were told this before, like, it was like a bit, of, you know, because Craig's got this brilliant persona of a, Party boy. No, no. <laughs> you know, a really nice, nice general guy, yeah. which he is. Yeah. But he's ruthless as well. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we saw it. Like, you know, players that didn't do what was expected or had, you know, stand-up rows or something, didn't play again. It was like, oh, you don't mess with this guy. Right. And rightly so, I think. Yeah. yeah. So he was a lot harder than what people see him as. Great guy. Still speak, speak to him now and then as well. He was brilliant. Um for the two years that he was manager. I want to just ask you about Billy Davis because Billy Davis is a mystery to me. His no. record of management is aye, brilliant. Aye. He's not a job for about five years. Yeah, yeah. He's, what was um, he like talking about? Well, Billy was number two under Craig and then he, uh, obviously Craig unfortunately left and then Billy had a, a little spell into him um, when, I wouldn't say went back to what we were before but he just did his thing but right. for us who had been there before it was like this what we were before under, under Moisey. Yeah. You know, back four if you're for working balls off in people's faces, intense, all that sort of stuff. And he was the closest, I would say, to, to Moisey is that, you know, the, the intensity every day, the organisation, all that sort of stuff. And got the job and, and then immediately we were like, in a, you know, got to the player final, his yeah. first full season, playoff semi-final, his second season. Um, so it was, you know, I had my moments with him as well because... I, Underneath, I was he's trying to shoo me out here. You know, he was the first manager that started resting me, right? Which I hated. I was like, rest me on Tuesday, then when we ain't got a game, don't rest me on a Saturday, you know. So, yeah. like, you know, I'd, I'd always go in and see a manager and have a conversation, that, and um, they, they could be quite, um, uh, heated, yeah, conflicted. Um, so, but I, I play some best football in the Billy as well. You knew exactly where you stood, you know, on the pitch. You knew yeah. exactly what your job was. If you didn't do it, you didn't play. If you did, you played. So brilliant, perfect. Um, and he was a, a brilliant coach, a brilliant coach. Oh, training, a coach yeah, yeah, yeah. Training, training, training sessions were great. The intense. You come off sweating, work your nuts off, and you knew what you, was expected of you. But um, and he went to Derby, got them into the Premier League. And Mount Forest, yeah, Forest as well. So I can't, I can't tell you why. Yeah, you know what I mean, I don't, I don't know why the ins and outs, but certainly at a um, a really good time playing under him yeah. and uh, felt like it was what we were before sort of thing. So you were, were you quite vocal in the changing room with managers if you weren't happy with something? 
Only in the, in the office. In the office, you never right. did the dressing room? No chance, no, no. No, I, I had ultimate respect for managers. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, why would I do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. If, I, if I'm going to speak to you man-to-man, then I'm going to do That's it good. man-to-man. You know, so, you know, because I, honestly, if... And, and you know, I get players coming in. And I I, I, I tell all my players, if, if you're not happy, if you're not playing, come and see Please come and what, see Do you, do you like that? Uh, yeah, come see you? yeah, 100%. Because... Listen, I, I want to. I want to have an honest conversation with them. I want them to understand why I've made a decision, and then go and show me that you can do the things to get back in the team. Or, yeah. it, you know, you need a bit of guidance sometimes as a player. You know what I mean? And I needed that. I probably sometimes didn't think I did, but looking back, hundred percent, I did. But if I didn't play a game, my oxygen was taken away. Honestly, I, I, I was, I couldn't breathe. What was that on the bench, like? I. Yeah, that, I, I couldn't you, breathe. He loved it. I loved it. <laughs> what? Any pressure? <laughs> so, what, were you were you fuming? Oh god! I, I just, yeah, I, I, honestly, we had my, I, honestly, I couldn't talk to the missus. I couldn't. I, it was like, what's the point in me being here? You know what I mean? Honestly, I was. Are you like that when you lose a game of football as a manager? Yeah, yeah, hundred horrible, horrible. You know, I, and I know I've learned now. I, I don't speak after a game. Because it, I'm too emotional. Even after we win, get the music on, enjoy yourselves, let's go. Speak oh, so you didn't speak till Monday, right? No, 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 I can't because, you know what I mean, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm there, you know what I mean? And I think the players are as well. Yeah. I think whatever you say is it's sometimes wrong, it's sometimes emotional, it's not coming from the right place, so we leave it. But as a player, I was, honestly, it was like... That's brilliant, no, I love yeah. that. But do you know what I mean? So I, I, I use... I was just waiting for my conversation. Oh, so, and, and, but I remember this, right? If I, if I go back to when I was a kid at, at Scunthorpe, I was 19, I broke into the team, then I was in and out of the team. And I remember walking along the corridor and you, you, you don't know what the game's about at that age. And the assistant manager, Bill Green, God bless him, he, he's a big, big joy, six foot three, you know, but he'd been with me since I was 16, reserve team manager and all this like, he's assistant. He said, all right, son, you know, Geordie jo- boy. I don't know if that's Geordie, but he no, said, I was terrible. And, and, I, and then <laughs> I said, I said, yep. And honestly, he just turned on me and sort of pinned me next to the wall in the tunnel with his body. I went, never be all right, we're not playing. And then walked off. I was like, ah. <laughs> and Jake, that's where it started? I, I don't know, yeah, yeah, but I was never all right, we're not playing. Yeah. So I was like, you know what I mean? I think it was in me already. Yeah. Uh, but I, didn't, and I didn't know if like professional football, I've, oh, okay, I've, I, I shouldn't expect to play because there's good players and all this yeah. stuff. And I was just, and he just didn't want that. He went, no, 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 no. Expect to play, train to play. Be angry if you're not playing. And it was like, uh, and it was just like, and he, he lit a flame up, which was probably a big pain in the ass for every manager that managed me Sensor. after that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But honestly, so any player comes in and says, oh, I need to have a chat. And I always say, speak to my players, don't, don't think you have to have a stand-up row because a lot of, they weren't stand-up rows. I go, Just I need chats. to know why I'm not playing. I need to I need to show you next week that I can do that or be that or whatever it is. And then um, some of them did. You know, some I was heated, you know what I mean, or with it because, you know, of how, how emotional it could be. But um, I always felt that's a fun, but I had to back that up by how I Played performed and trained. And yeah. trained. I couldn't. Yeah. Talk crap in a, in an office and then train like a numpty from Monday to Friday. Yeah. I had to um, back it up then. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I put myself under pressure by saying, "No, I can do that." And but then I put myself well better going and show I can do it. Yeah. Or you know, yeah. I'm, I'm talking crap. So what if um, Tony Watt came to you in your office and asked, "Can you ask your son for a few cheats for trash bagging?" 
Tony's a perfect uh, case in point when you know I left, left him out the second game of the season and, and he came to see me um, afterwards and and, and, he, and he come in and he said you know, I don't want to have a, a standard row because it doesn't have to be a standard row just say, what you, say, say what you want to say you know, and, and I'll say what, what I think I and mean, hopefully we can work together and, and get better I'm, I'm glad that you're not happy not playing I, I want my player I don't want no disrespect <laughs> no, no, of if I see a player I'm happy to not play and just yeah. Like, are you sure? Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I just don't see it. And it doesn't, but it doesn't have to be a standard row, but I think you have to have that innate sort of want to play, you know what I mean? Because yeah. your career's over so, too soon. No, exactly. like, and, you, and you want and you want to play. So, that, that and that was with me. Until, honestly, I, I look back and I, I'll sort of be honest. You know, I, the was the one that got particularly... The joke with me and Chris Lecate is going, a man, me sitting on this side of the table as a manager... See me come in on that side as a player. I think we'd have been at it for about three hours. <laughs> See what I, mean? you know, I, I remember, uh, you know, um, Eddie Al came in at Burnley, and I was—I think I was thirty-nine. And um, and basically, he, he came in in January. I, I was immediately dropped um, for the next game, and and then I didn't get in for a month. And I was thinking, nah, this is me. You know, what I mean, he's going with this. Okay, understand it. So I wanted to leave because uh, I, I was thirty-nine. I go. I just want to play. I know I'm not going to play here. I understand that. So I need to, to go. You go, no, you've got a big part to play and all that. I said, okay, right. I'm, did it. And, and then he'd come in. He goes, and, I go, and every week I'm like, well, I'm playing today. Well, I'm training like this. I don't have fun. And he, and he was like, Graham, but you're 39 now. I was going, well, what? And I was like, what? And it was, I, but you can't. I, I'm either all in to play or I retire. There's no semi-retirement as a player. And he, and he I don't think, I, you have to ask him, but I don't think he could understand a 39-year-old <laughs> so desperate to play every minute of every game and, and angry about it and all this lot. And, and I was, I just couldn't, I could not turn it off. I was sick. For my own benefit, I was going, I hadn't played for like three months. I was going, I've got to turn this off and just, oh, you know, because I couldn't. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to explode like that. And, and he couldn't understand what a 39-year-old Oh, that's what the impression I got was so desperate to play every yeah. single minute of every game. But I, I, I thought, well, I'm either all in or leave the room. Yeah, but I've heard that um, Defoe was quite open about it, with how that he struggled with sort of pers- older personalities and guys that were the senior players. Did you feel that? Um, in the game? I don't know. Look, I can only talk from my experience. I think he wanted to take the team in a different way. Um, and uh, every manager, look, I've, I've made those decisions since becoming a manager, and I thought. Ah, that's and I've understood. Ah, this is where he was back then. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I'm going to handle it in a way where I think I'm really on it, straightforward a player. Um, so that, that it, I don't know from yeah. that because listen, he managed in the Premier League five years, and obviously there's big players there and all that. So, um, but I think I'm sure it was a tough time managing me right there. <laughs> yeah, you because know, I, I was yeah. desperate to play every game, and, and I didn't I didn't start one game for what four months under him. To be honest. Uh, we need to ask you about a manager that you played under he's a bit of a legend on the show for some of the stories uh, Owen Coyle yeah ultimate man manager yeah unbelievable what just a great guy yeah yeah honestly it was it was um, obviously I'd signed for Burnley and um, unfortunately the manager who signed me left you know uh, three months in and then uh, Coley came in Um, and uh, I'll be honest I struggled for the first six months uh, understanding how he was because he was so 
jovial and we got beat 3 0 on Saturday and then Monday it was like, morning, da da da. And I was going, what? Because yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah. and Moisey was like that, Billy Davis was like that. And, and they were the teams that I'd had success in. I thought, no, 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 if you want to be successful, you have to be angry. Angry, yeah. All this lot and all this. And honestly, I was like, is he bothered about winning or losing? Honestly, this was my personal, you know, thought process. Yeah. But every day was enjoyable and fun and the, the camaraderie we had. And then, and I know I didn't have a great first year at Burnley because I, I left Preston. I was a captain at Preston. I'd had a, a disagreement with the manager at the time. And I, and I, I, it was my decision to leave and come to Burnley, but I spent the first year wishing I was back at Preston. And I had, and I think if my career, if, sorry, if my contract had run out that that season, I think Coyley would have let me go because I didn't think I played particularly well. I think I'd have been happy to go because I weren't particularly enjoying it. Yeah. Um, the Burnley fans weren't having me at all either because um, I was captain of Preston for eight years, done well against them, and all of a sudden came and I was playing crap. Yeah. So it was like, well, what was the point? Did that affect you that they never liked you? Uh, no, it didn't affect me because I was thinking, well, I'm not giving them anything to like either. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, was, I understood my part of it. I was going, and I had a proper word with myself in that summer going, hold on, this is when the white boots come out. Yeah. I, I need to, re- <laughs> no, it was honestly, generally, I goes, I didn't even realise I'm a Burnley player now. Those days are gone. So I was going, right, I've got to change, I've got to change something. So anyway, right, I'm just going to, you know, I needed to leave that behind me yeah, yeah. And, and, and go actually give these money, you know, value for money. Burnley play, put, you know, paid, I think, 200 grand for me at 35. Wow. So I'm, I'm not repaying their faith. Corey was a great guy as well. So I thought, right, I'm coming back in. I've got to hit the ground running and show that I, I want to leave here. These going, well, he, he was all right, actually. He's a decent player. Now, if I'd have left that summer, they'd go, shite. Yeah. Old over there didn't want to be here. Did you also think, yeah. I need to buy into on Coyle's ways? I need no, to forget no, about it. No, it time. was a gradual thing. And, I, and that was the thing. I, I wanted to win. And, and, and honestly, at that point, I didn't think we were going to win, you know, and, and compete at the top end. But I wanted to enjoy my football and I was enjoying my training and, and, and the, the management staff and the players. It was yeah. a great group, brilliant group. So it was that. So I went, right, go back and show what you're, what you're about. So I changed my way, did all that, started the season, white boots. I'm a Burnley player. This is me, new player. Pumped 4 1, Chef Wayne, they douche. You know what I mean? And uh, next week, right, it's, it's a. Full start, Ipswich at home, pump, 3 0, douche. It was like we were bottom of the championship, one goal, no points. And I'm like, don't know what boots to wear the week after that. <laughs> pair of high heels. <laughs> I was here, but no, if I have to play at all, you know what I mean? But, and, 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 and I was, I'd played right back under the whole time, right, right back those first two games. And I remember we had Crystal Palace away the, the week after. And no England at all. Overnights down there, walking to the bus to go from the hotel to the game. And, and, and Coily comes off the bus as I'm walking, and you know the old curly finger. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, shite, fucking not playing, dropped. And I, I, and I thought, even I'm going to struggle to fight my corner here. We've just been pumped four yeah. one three nil. And then um, he goes, there, I'm going to play in front of the back four today. Okay, I, right. yep. And we walked on the bus, and that was it. No, n- no. He goes, it. play in front of the back four. He goes, protect the back four, get on the ball. That was it. What did you think at that stage when you were on the bus? I was buzzing because I was playing. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Go, here's, here's the gloves, go and go. I'd have gone, okay, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? I'd have done a horrendous job, but I was just going, oh, God, I'm playing. Because it's like, you know what I mean? At least I'm playing. But it was like, that was it. <laughs> and this is how low we were at the time. 
we drew nil nil against nine men. Wow. And we're high fiving each other in the gym, clean sheet, clean sheet against nine men. And it was like, boom, next game, nil nil. Okay. Clean sheet, you know, after ping pong, clean sheet, clean sheet. Went to Forest the week after, we won 2 1. I scored the both goals, free kick, penalty. Oh, wow. And then step by step, inch by inch, we were like, boom, boom, boom. Then we were having a, and, and Coily never changed. And it was boom, and it was slowly, slowly, and everyone's. And, and what it was, we, we could have started that season, first two came from through the floor. And if he hadn't have been that, Champion. we would die to death. A slow, painful death for the rest of that season, but he just kept us all believing and all that sort of thing. Made a real good tactical switch by putting me in midfield. Actually, he's done now 1v1 defending as a fullback, <laughs> but he can pass the ball and he's, he's, he he's intelligent. He was quite blatant for anyone to notice in the first two games. But, but he could have discarded me, but he actually saw that this guy is still fighting, still. Needs him in the well, team. I think. Um, I, I feel that I had an a bit of an intelligence about my game yeah. and I could pass the ball but I couldn't do 1v1s and, and bomb them down the line yeah. anymore so bump in there the team needed it because we were seven goals it's great management yeah, yeah, and, it's not management is it and, and that was it so we went I think we'd gone from 4-4-2 to 4-3-3 back for me and then the other five were just going go and do go and yeah. cause havoc and, and it was that and I was sort of the insurance policy which suited me suited my game and um, and and we just done that, and then uh, that was the year we got promoted to the to the Premier League. At what um, stage did you think we could get promoted here? Um, we, we 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 sort of um, we had a great cup run that year as well. We so we we got to the Carling Cup. Is that Arsenal you split? We yeah, uh, yeah. We, we well we beat uh, Fulham, beat Arsenal, right, beat minutes. Chelsea away it, when it was like John Terry, Frank Lampard, all those wow. boys, and we were like, what's going on here? Honestly, because we were a band of ragabonds. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it was a bunch of players that were. Who was the players? Kev McDonald's, wasn't it? No, yeah, Kev came Kev, down uh, from Scotland. Um, uh, we, we didn't know much about what a player. Oh, he, good he player. Is, Lovely yeah. football. And you know what? I was looking going, my days are numbered. Yeah, he's a serious player. But we had like Tomo, uh, Stevie Thompson, Robbie Blake. Well, hit, right, you know what I mean? Uh, Stevie Colwell, Clark Carlisle. We had. A group of experienced, you know, what I mean, play, players at clubs have maybe gone. That's enough for us. That's yeah. enough for us, and bubble them together. And it was a band of brothers, like with a couple of young spring chickens in there. Jay Rodriguez, wow, um, players, Fletcher. Fletch came when we got promoted to the Premier League. league yeah. um, you know, uh, Martin Patterson, uh, Chris Eagles, and that yeah. dotted around. But it was a group of experienced players, and and we got to we got to the semi-finals of that. Uh, Competition got beat four-one away at Tottenham in the first leg, and and honestly, I swear my life this has only happened once in my career. That and it was that game, the second leg. We were like, yeah, we can beat these three now. That's it. What, uh, you thought you could beat Tottenham three 0 Yeah, no, no. Well, that's what we had to do to to, to and we beat them over ninety minutes three 0 uh, uh, But I was so, we were so convinced. Yeah, this is going to happen. Oh, I can't wait when we win three 0 This is going to be brilliant because everyone's going to lose it, lose a shit. And we, we, we won 3 0 over the 90 minutes, but then it went into extra time and Jermaine Defoe uh, oh. scored two minutes from time. Got me in a 1v1, last man. Oh. I went, honestly, it was like, ah, shit. <laughs> Whichever way he's going, he's getting a shot off. You know yeah. what I mean? And he, but anyway, but that moment then we were like, 
we we have we have to get to Wembley and get promoted. We have to. And I just and we did. We got you know got to Wembley against Sheffield United. And I'd I'd had a, I'd been in the playoff final twice in the championship with Preston and got beat both times. And and up to that point, I'd been in six playoffs as a player and got beat every time. Oh. You know what I mean? Wow. I, and this was my seventh playoff you know, for the championship, and I was 37. And then for the Premier League, and I, and the cynical old man in me was saying, "You're going to get beat again. Oh, no. You're going to be heartbroken again. You're not getting to the Premier League again, Grace. You know what I mean? That, that yeah. voice in there, like slapping me down, and coyly, and the the all the. Sandy Stewart, no, can't yeah. wait to play Sheffield United. We've beaten twice already this season. We're going to run all over and we're going to do this. And everything had been all positive all, all the time. And I went, and I just put all my old cynicism to the side. I went, nah, not this is going to happen with this group of people. I'm just, I'm just going to be like these. You know what I mean? I'm just going to believe like him, believe like these, because yeah. these are just going in fresh. Of course we're going to win. Of course we're going to win. It's Honestly, and it was just a sort of it? let myself relax and just go, just go and enjoy it. I was out of contract. Didn't know what was going to happen after that. But I thought, this is my final chance of getting to Premier League. And obviously we won 1-0. And, and, but then it was like straight after, after about half an hour, shit, I'm out of contract. Right, uh, I bet. I was like trying to pin Coily down that night. <laughs> You're going to keep me in here. You're going to make a contract. I've got to play in the Premier League. And, all this lot. and he was going, if I'm here, you're here. Oh, that was the best thing. But then the next day it was all about him going to Celtic and all that. Lot. I saw it was. And I was like that. So that night I was like, Brilliant gaffer, but I woke up the next day. I'm thinking, I think I was so here. I'm screwed. I'm Some other managers is coming, and and I'm like, yeah, see you later, old man. I'm not going to play in the Premier League. Oh, so, um, and then he stayed, and like, and me, we got the contract sorted. And then um, the, the captain was injured for the first game of the season next year in the Premier League. So I was the captain. vice captain. I was a lean out, and I was just like, and it was like this. But all that, all that summer, I was, like, you know, people, are oh, you in the Premier League now? Yeah, not till I kick the ball. Yeah, not Premier League till I kick the ball. So like we went out to Stoke and then um, I don't know if it was Robbie Lake saying, oh, pass it Pass it back, yeah. <laughs> Kick off, pass Get it to me. Get that pass <laughs> Boom, boom, pass it to the full-back. I went, now I'm a Premier League player. That's I'm so excited about. Who was the best player you played against in the Premier League? In the Premier League? I know there's, I mean, there's lots of them. But yeah, a- I, it was, you know, it was, it was, um, it was phenomenal. But the it's a one... silly question, isn't it? Uh, no, but the, what, the no, one... No, it's a good one, I like it. The, what, the, one, the one player that... And it hurts me now because of what happened last week. But the one player I couldn't get in there was Steven Gerrard. I just thought I can't get near you. Everyone. I couldn't get in here. And got if, if I get my head up to pass it, you're going to be all over me like a rash. And, and that's what, pretty much what it was. There was other teams that we played against, Tottenham and Man, even Man United. We played against Man United and it was Skulls and Gata. But it was almost like, yeah, you can play, but then we'll play. It was a bit like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I actually played against him. I was like, ah, I'm spraying the ball over here. I'm playing. Okay. And it's like, boom, boom, boom. And it's like, hey, we're three down. What, yeah. what happened there? You know what I mean? But I was getting my pass off and it was, so it was almost like that. But then against, in that game, it was like, I can't get close to you. You know what I mean? It's like around the corner, bound one tie or letting it run through you. And he's so tall and strong yeah, and fast. Smashes, yeah. And then I'm getting my head up and he's, in, and I was out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I was already generally going, I actually don't know how I'm going to get better than you, yeah, yeah, get yeah. better than you. So that, those, those types. Did you, you remember you, Gerard? Nah, I doubt it. Bloody hell, not a chance. No so, chance. Um, no, I didn't. Listen, we don't talk about, you know, ah, in that sort of, but I think, um, that's when I, you know, when you understand that I can see why these players are top players for 15, 20 years, because if, if you were like that when you were 19, getting, yeah. you know what I mean? And 
all the experience you've added since then is, is brilliant. But br- brilliant, to, honestly, the 18 months, that 18 months was probably my, my favourite time. Best wrestler you played under the Burnley one. I th- and this is no disrespect to all the, the, the successful team, you know, the successful teams played at press and everything. It was just the fun we had. Yeah. I mean, some of the nights and things we had, I mean, because we, it was mental. It was absolutely It was just mental. It was like, you know, so we'd have, um, we'd, you know, Corey's brilliant, you know, the, the dressing room banner and all this lot. So we'd be playing head tennis. So we'd get in and he'd get whatever bin was there and he'd put it down in the middle of the change room while we're all, you know, getting ready and kitted up. And him and Robert Blake would be playing head tennis. Big so you, hi. So, so, so you'd be winning shin pads and a ball would hit in the face like that. And, and, and Corley's like, you know, in all the little things against Blake in the change room. He's doing it at Wembley in the playoff final. You know what I mean? Where's it been? Ah, there it is, poof down and all this lot. And all, oh, so Owen Coyle and Robbie Blake had a game of head tennis in the dressing room before yeah. they play the final. Yeah, and he was Love just, it, it was just that. It was just like, this is just another game. Honestly, it was so relaxed going into that game. It was just that. And I remember him saying, um, right at the start of the season, we, we played, um, so in the early rounds of that League Cup, I was, I was 36. So we played somebody from the lower leagues. It might have been Barry or Oldham, I think, right? And we had Preston on Saturday in the league. And Coyley comes up to me on the Monday. He said, listen, um, we think about tomorrow, just leaving tomorrow and you know, resting you tomorrow because we've got Preston on Saturday. I know it's a big game for you because I've just left there, all this sort of stuff. And I, he goes, um, and I just said to him, I goes, Gaffer, I can never say to you that I don't want to play a game of football. I goes, if you make a decision, you'll win your eyes. But I am never going to say I don't want to play a game of football, ever. Yeah, okay. And then walked off. So I didn't know if I was going to play now, but I, I played absolutely every single game under him until he left. You know what I mean? Yeah. It weren't because, you know, you know um, because I threatened him or anything like It wasn't that. He just knew that I, ne- you know, I didn't want to be rested. Yeah. I was all in every day. Every day was a cup final for me, all that sort of stuff. And um, and I, pl- I played, I, I started 61 games that season for Burnley. You know wow. what I mean? I was 36. 36? Aye. And I played five that, times for Scotland as well that season. So, you know what I mean? And then, because he played, I think he played till he was 40, I think. Was he still joining in training as well? Oh, the mate, that did was you ever smash him in training? That, no, no, because he was always on my team, because oh, he always did Young the Old. Right. So it's like, so this is the thing, right? So he'd go Young the Old, like, and it'd be, but he would train, uh, Sandy would train, and Steve Davis, his first team coach, would train, right? So because it was Young the Old, all three coaches were on our, t- oh, on our team. And I'm desperate to win. You know what I mean? Like, we got three coaches on our team. You know what I mean? It was like I was spewing it. Honestly, I remember the first, the first day, right? He joined in training, and he chipped our, our goalkeeper, Brian Jensen, the beast. Yeah, was six foot four, six five, and that, and clearly chipped him from about five yards out. <laughs> Honestly, it was it like bubbled, and and Boisty come out like that, and he sort of half volleyed over his head and in like that. We're like. And then, like, and Quinn, you see that, boys? See that? <laughs> and you couldn't help. He played reserve games and all this. Like, he just, honestly, he trained. Okay. And he did this game that we played. And he had, like, 4 4 2. And it'd be the left back and left centre half. So you'd all be in pairs. Yeah, so it'd be yeah. me and you. And we'd play right, right back and right centre half for five minutes. And then we'd go to there for five minutes. Then we'd go there for five minutes. Nice. So you'd play, so you'd play all the way through right. the team. But then, so you had to have your spell. And then, I was his partner in, in, in training. So you go, right, me and you, Gress. And, and we'd start off like right back in centre half. And as soon as you, for the whistle, he just pissed off up front, right? <laughs> 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 he just, 
You go out, whoop, up for and then, and then five minutes we have and go, right, me and you left centre half, left back, and everyone will rotate and you go, up front. Up front. Right. So wherever I played, I just played on my jack. And it's just, honestly, it's just stuff like that. And we'd have, uh, you know, we'd have shooting competitions and whoever lost would bring in the, the, do, the donuts and the iron brew. Yeah. So we'd have the, the donuts, the, so whoever lost, the, the team that lost that would bring in the Krispy Kremes. And, I remember the first time, right? This was early on, and the first time he brought uh, one of the players brought him in, right, and uh, put him in the fridge. And a couple of the boys, like, because it was a bit of a mad place, started eating them. Like, this is like quarter past nine in the morning, and uh, there's one box gone, another box gone, then the third box is half eaten, like that. And um, and then Coily comes in, and and uh, <laughs> saying, "Oh my, oh, no, he's gonna, have he's gone. What's going on here?" Like that. And we're off. He goes. Who's nicked the chocolate dream cake? That's my favourite. I said, oh, he always wants the dream. He's gone in the other box. He's like, ah, he's gone now. I thought he's going to go nuts because the lads have all eaten a donut before the chain. It's like, who's nicked the chocolate dream cake? And I was just like, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just... I mean, uh, but honestly, we'd, we'd run through brick walls for him to die. For, you know what I mean? And it was... Honestly, I've never laughed so much in my career or my life in yeah. the, those 18 months that the year that we got promoted and the first six months of the Premier League so, until he, he obviously went involved but what, what a guy and and I, 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 I still speak to him every time yeah, have you heard Fletcher's story about nah. Stephen Fletcher when he came down to do his medical I think the, the doctor was taking a while to get ready so on call he was like fancy I gave my head to her <laughs> Fletcher's like when he's like no before the medical he's like right. so, so playing head tennis the doctor's taking ages like fancy McDonald's so he played head tennis with Owen Coyle for like 15 minutes, went for a McDonald's and came back and did his medical. Wow, man. Right, so you just don't know, but did he have the, the other side to where it could be hard on boys and... Do you, do you, it's like... Because um, I thought you would need that as a... Maybe when you've got so many experiences. I, right. I remember like we, we got beat by Wolves and, and this was his first season and he's come in and I don't know what... Don't know, someone must have peed him off proper because it didn't really happen that often but he's fucking going nuts. And that's booting things. And his teeth popped out. <laughs> so, so like, his teeth go, but he's caught him in his gob and he's like, fucking, and then, and then, fuck yes. Like that. <laughs> right? And then, uh, and, 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 and you know, as soon as that's happened, he's, and all our heads are going out. <laughs> Look, you can see it's like that. And then we, we start trawling towards the showers and he's in there like that. And he's fucking, putting them back in like that and he's going I can't believe none of your bastards laughed <laughs> see what I mean so he's ripped into us but straight away Is it's like yeah again? he's like bum like that oh, and, and all this like, and, and I remember it, we had a um, pre-season trip up, up here actually it was, it was that year actually right. and um, I'll tell a little story and I'll put myself in the shit but uh, we, we went out we went out and um, I overdid it a little bit and we came back to the hotel and I stayed up with a couple of other boys just yeah. having a drink uh, carried on carried on and before we know it it's near the morning I'm like and uh, but we go to bed anyway and uh, so he comes down to go for his run because he, he loved running and being fit and someone from the hotel said oh, by the way some of your boys were in and I think they've gone to that room and uh, we're, we're sort of thawing it uh, only a couple, there's three of us just a couple of beers and um, and, he's, and he's banging on the door and I'm like it's Gaffer it's the gaffer. Come back in. I guess you got to let him in. <laughs> you know what I mean? He knows what's in there. You got to let him in. Oh, shite. 
Anyway, he's come in and he's and, and I'm I'm sat there in the chair and he's coming down the corridor and he's I think it was uh, I ain't gonna say good lads because it would be out of order. So he's ripping into him as he walks down the corridor and he's come around the corner and he said, Kaza, not you. <laughs> Ten minutes, see me down there. Thought, oh, my so anyway, come down the three of us. Weeks wages, weeks wages. Yeah, I, not a problem. We, we were totally out of order like that. And then, and then I, I pulled him and later that day, I thought I'll let him calm down. I pulled him away. I said, I, I apologise. You're right, weeks wages. Apologise, out of order. Should be sent a better example of that. Oh, you shouldn't. Like. And then a couple of days later, he's gone nice. Half a week's wages, right? Half a week's wages. Tell the other two, half a week's wages. Oh, I've gone. Okay, cheers, Gaffer. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We that. I can't take money off my books. <laughs> I can't take money. I'll, ne- I'll never take You work hard enough for your money and all this stuff. I can't. Honestly. Oh, I, what a hero. I, honestly, a week later, because I was thinking, how do I tell Mrs. Final week's wages? You know what I mean? And um, I honestly, but it was that where I was going, I can't let him down ever again. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, can, I, I just can't do it. You know what I mean? Amazing. And that was at the start of that season. You know what I mean? I just thought, Amazing. I, I, I got to die for you because, you know what I mean? And that was it. And, and honestly, <laughs> eight years, I've, I, I can't find a player. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, they not players now? No, no. No, I can't. Wow. Because <laughs> they, they work hard enough for you know yeah, what I mean? And, yeah. and listen, we all make mistakes. That was me making a mistake at 37, God's sake. Yeah. Stupid mistake. So we've all been there. You know what I mean? Listen, I don't condone it. I was way out of line, way out of line. But the way he dealt with it was like, you know what I mean? And I thought, nah, I've got to pay. Proper guy. Yeah. Uh, Graham Alexander. It's been my favourite one ever. Unbelievable. <laughs> Amazing. Any manager that's coming <laughs> on, that's the standard. Don't <laughs> be coming on with your bullshit answers. <laughs> but just, I, I'm your five aside team. There you go. Are you played with or played against Simon? We'll go, well, we'll go played. We'll go played with. Aye, because that means mayor, doesn't it, to you? Uh, so it can be retired players or players that are still playing. One goalie in four outfields. <sighs> right, I'm, do you know what I'm going to do, right, to settle in? Because. I get asked this, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll play with more than 11 good players, good mates, all that sort of stuff. So it's really hard, but I'll go with David Lucas in okay. goal because great, great goalkeeper, great guy. You need him in the show. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not going there. Um, I'll go with big Chris Lecay, who's the assistant now, because I was crap in the air. Anything in the air, I'll say, here you go, Skip, and it would go 100 miles, and he did all the, the stuff I didn't want to do. So, uh, brilliant. So, um, what are you playing in a diamond? What's it, a five side? So, what, we've only got four players. Four, four outfield, outfield players. Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, am I in it? I can't no, be in it. No, you can't. You're the manager. <laughs> I can't be in it. Um, that I played with, I'll go with um, Brian O'Neill. So it's got them. Boy, Bond. But Preston, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's an agent for a bit. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Top player, Where's great he guy as well. He, he was up here actually. He stayed. He stayed. He, he was up here for for a couple of days last week. So, uh, so where he playing? Him midfield. Yeah, midfield. Right. Because me and him used to fight every game because I wanted to make all the passes as a right back. He played centre midfield. He wanted to make all the passes, so he'd come short for me, and I'd be playing the passes. Guys, <laughs> like, give me a ball. You're only going to do what I'm going to do. This I'm passing it forward and all this stuff. So great, but great guy. Um, Top man. Uh, I remember him saying he was a good player. So, good defender, good defensive midfield player that can link. I'm going to go two absolute mavericks up front, Robbie Blake and James McFadden. Oh. Because if it's five side, it's a small pitch and you need people that have 
Got Mate, Blake was a joke. Remember his volley against Man United? Frightened. Yeah, yeah, that, that was it. Oh, but you know what? You know when you did? If you go back the the, the the scene before in the Championship, have a look at some of the goals he scored in that year, mate. It was just frightening. So when he scored, you know when it dropped down, we are like, ah, that's a goal. Yeah. We were almost like running towards him as he was dropping down because honestly, he did that nearly every day, right and left foot, half volleys, all that. He, unbelievable player. Because I played against Blake Hill quite a lot of times, Preston Burnley, and I was like, ah, a bit of a trickster, a bit of a show pony or something like that. Nah, he was a phenomenal player. player. Phenomenal player. Mate. And Faddy. Him and Faddy would just be like... What was Faddy Scotland then, huh? Scotland Faddy played on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, play with him. And what... Yeah, what yeah. He was just like Blakey, really, yeah, but in, international. He was like, you know, you know, when I come back in the, in the Scotland school, we were very set with hard to beat. We went in games and it, we could see ourselves keeping clean sheets and stuff like this. But we had to go, well, yeah, but who's going to get us a goal? And we had Kenny Miller run his socks off and, and nick a goal and, and he was a really good player as well, you know what I mean? But we had to get support for him. Whereas, as you saw in Paris, like yeah, it was basically, we could just do this in front of goal and try and get the ball to him as often as possible and just go, either take five players on or bang it in the top corner from 35 yards because he was just like uh, that sort of thing. And, and you always went on the pitch going. And I was saying with Blakey at Burnley, I think however hard the game will be, we got a chance of winning with them and the team. And, and that's what I, I love about playing with those guys. And, and I appreciate those guys more as an older player playing with them and now as a manager than I probably did as a young player. So what, you go on low block will, and leave? We're just going to get Chris Lecay to smash the hell out of everyone <laughs> that comes anywhere near the goal. Brian and Neil will start the playoff and then just get the ball to them too and they can well, do their own things. Gary Neville, director of football in the five seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Alexander, what a guy. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com <laughs>